Welcome to another episode of the Oxford Lafayette and Region Sports Podcast. This is episode number seven. This episode will feature a preview of the Regents Lions volleyball team and a preview of their upcoming season with first-year head coach Casey Hingler. If you would like to sponsor the OLR podcast, contact me through a direct message on Twitter at BenMichael underscore FW, or you can send me an email at placefair234 at yahoo.com for more information. Since the last podcast, there's been a little bit of news to tell you about with Oxford student-athletes. J.J. Pegues was named by the Clarendon Ledger the High School Football Athlete of the Year this past season. Normally, the newspaper holds an awards banquet for the athletes, but that was canceled due to COVID-19. Pegues helped lead the Chargers to their first ever 6A state championship this past year. That's all from the news portion since the last podcast. It is now time to preview the upcoming Regents Lions volleyball season with first-year head coach Casey Hingler. Hingler was previously the coach at Oxford the last three years, compiling an overall record of 58 wins, 43 losses, and two ties. I am now joined by new Regents head coach Casey Hingler, who was, of course, the previous head coach for Oxford, has moved into the Regents system. And Casey, thank you for having me here. Yeah, for... thanks for having me. All right, first talk about... Um, the Mid-South Association for Independent Schools, it did have a name change this past summer from Mississippi Association of Independent Schools, the MAIS, but um, talk about what teams that we would normally see within the Mid-South Association that is different from the public schools. Uh, so, I mean, the main schools you're going to see are Jackson Academy, Hartfield Academy. Jackson um, Prep. Yeah, Jackson Prep, MRA. West Memphis Christian. Yes, and, over in yeah. Arkansas. Right. Yeah, All right. Sure. Now let's talk about the whole reason we're here is to talk about your volleyball team. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about the players. I know outside of probably their parents and within the region's community, not many people know about them. Talk about who your players are for this team and what to expect out of this team this season. Um, well, we're a really young team, so – I mean, that's good for the future, um, and it gives me a lot to build off of. Right now, I would say 75% of our team is eighth graders. Uh, um, we've got two seniors, Anna Barnes and Laura Lee Bray, and then a junior, Jemiah, and uh, one sophomore, and freshman, the rest are eighth graders, and I have a couple sixth graders, actually, that are going to be joining us. Yes, and I do know the rule that sixth graders can play right. as long as they're um, not with more than eighth graders but that's another thing for another day and i'm um, looking at this schedule uh I, I know it's like just one region and it's an open tournament at the end of the year mm -hmm. but i also see plenty of the public schools especially some that you faced in the past like tupelo tupelo is going to make a trip inside this gym yeah later this season that's going to be uh I think that's the first time Tupelo has made a trip for any sport to come into this private school gym. They've played Tupelo Christian Prep before and right. other sports, but um, this is going to be a nice little trip for them. Water Valley is coming in here. You also have New Hope on the schedule. You have Hernando on the schedule. I mean, talk about the schedule that you're putting together. Right. Um, well, it, it's going to be a challenge for us, that's for certain. Um, but I want the girls to see – where where we need to get to and what our goals are. Um, I have obviously established a lot of great relationships with fellow coaches in the area, and so right. they were more than happy to jump in and, and play against us. Um, 
So, yeah, like I said, we're a young team, so it's, it's going to be a struggle, but I think that it's going to be a really good challenge and it'll be good for them to have a mix of, you know, some of the smaller schools in the area and then some of the bigger schools as well. Absolutely, and because of where you are geographically in the private school, there's going to be some long road trips ahead in volleyball because most of the volleyball-playing schools reside around Jackson. And, of course, you have West Memphis, but right. West Memphis – it is a long trip. You have to cross the Mississippi River to get there, but mm-hmm. we're talking about making three-hour trips to Jackson Academy, a Jackson Prep. We're talking Yeah, we Hill actually Academy. play Hartfield and Jackson Academy in the same week, both away. Um, but, yeah, it, I mean, it, it happened to work out that way just because the public schools pushing their season back further and further. It gave us more opportunity to be playing each other earlier on and school hasn't started for us that week yet so you know to make a trip down there is not a big deal right and originally your first home game was going to be a week from this recording august 4th but that's been pushed to august 6th but just in typical volleyball fashion the season's literally right around the corner yes so how have you been preparing this team since your time here i know the private school is a little different from public schools but how has um the region's been preparing for this season? Um, I I feel like we've been playing a little bit of catch-up just in general. I mean, I'm a new coach to the school, and so obviously I have my way, and, um, you know, I want to make sure we're all on the same page and learning the proper fundamentals, and um, the girls have been loving it. Um, They, we've started off practicing four days a week, um, and we're in the gym every night for two hours, and then we actually do double days on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and I get them out in the sand and do some outdoor practice, which given what's going on right now. Old two-a-days like in football. Yeah, yeah, but it's just an hour in the morning, and I think being outside in the sun, getting some vitamin D, is just it's good for them and um, also just making them well-rounded players. I love what the what Regents has done to the court. They redid the yes. court right before you came in here, and the school logos in the center now. I've only been here twice, mm. and they've definitely done a good job of doing this floor. It's a wood floor, yeah. very similar, very Celtics-like, Boston yeah. Celtics-like. Yeah. So oh, how is it like to? It's beautiful. Absolutely love it. Um, they've definitely made a statement here that they're serious about growing volleyball. Um, you know, in, even our practice courts, you'll see the double courts and the full lines are in there. Yes. Um, they've totally catered this, whereas most schools, you maybe get a tick mark in the corner and you'd be taping your lines for the rest of the season. So we're pretty spoiled. We're going to be double courting the gym um, in the next month. Uh, it's just, you know, working on getting those things done. But, yeah, they they have been wanting volleyball as a priority at the school, and it's really great as a coach to come into a school that's so welcoming and so excited about volleyball program and growing the sport. And one of the reasons I really started doing this podcast is I know Regents, they won a boys' cross-country state championship, and mm-hmm. it didn't get a blip in any of the local papers, not Daily Journal, not the Oxford Eagle, not – The Oxford, I don't think the Oxford Citizen was uh, writing anymore, but none of the local papers really do it. The one, the reasons I started this podcast was to try and get the word out about this particular private school. We really have three really good athletic program schools here, and Regents is trying to get the step up. Yeah, they've invested a lot, not, you know, not just in the gym floor you see, but in their coaching staff and they just got a new basketball coach, a new football, uh, sorry, baseball coach, um, and then obviously I'm joining them. And so they're really trying to prioritize their sports 
um, you know, it, it's that I think that was a lot of the reason why kids were loving school here, but they didn't have the sports they have now. And so kids were having to go other places to get those things. And now they're letting them know you don't have to do that. You know, we, we are we want to bring that to you as well. Yeah, the only sport and understandably because of the size of the school is football. No football stadium here, obviously. And right. I don't think you have enough kids necessarily to right. even create a football team anyways. But <laughs> That yeah. that's years and years and years down the road they ever mm -hmm. consider it. But all the other sports, I know um, girls basketball made it really far this past yes, year. They had a freshman that made the MAIS all all air, all mm -hmm. state team yeah. and all that. So Regents is trying to um, really trying to push themselves out there and hopefully yeah. this can help. And I'm also obviously with Oxford and Lafayette, I want to get their fair shot out there and right. get their students. But I really like where Regents is going yeah. with their athletic program and volleyball definitely on the forefront especially in the fall when it's like one of only two sports yeah yeah and I mean I, I I'm grateful for being here at this time and what is all going on in the world I mean it's just great that we're they're still wanting to do this for the kids and we're doing it as safely as we possibly can but it's healthy for the students and um, you know I've worked at private schools in the past in California, right. and so I have missed that, um, just growing mind, body, and soul. And, you know, that's that was something that, you know, I haven't been able to do in a couple years as far as the school side. So I'm excited to be at a program that um, they're focused on, on the whole athlete. And I, I don't know that Regents is for everyone, no. but I think for those who want to be at the school, I think it's, you know, it's a great fit. And it's, I'm excited to be a part of the staff. Yeah, for those that don't know, Regents is a pretty um, religious school. They mm -hmm. put Christ and God out there, and that's a very sensitive topic to really talk about in the outside world today. But right. more towards the sport, I want to talk about more about your starting lineup now. Mm -hmm. And who's going to be like your front row hitters? Who's going to be in the middle block? Or who, who right. right now, at least when you start a set, who's going to be in your front three? Right. Um Laura Lee is one of my um, strong middles. Um, I also have Jemaya, who's also going to be a really strong um, hitter for us. She's very athletic. She's got a great vertical. Um, she's also a, a basketball player, a very strong basketball player. So she'll, she's, you know, really quick in the front row, can set up a good block. Um, we have also a, a pretty good libero, uh, Sydney Fuller, and so she's very athletic and quick. Um, and those are those are the girls that are more of our seasoned players that right. are our high school girls um the rest of my starting lineup on varsity is actually eighth grade uh for the most part and we have anna barnes that's on the on the right side she's also a senior um but yeah i mean i've got um, a freshman outside hitter i've got an eighth grade outside hitter um and then um, i have an eighth grade setter so I will say our setting position is probably the position that's going to need the most development, um, which can really affect your hitters and everything else. But she's um, a really hardworking kid, very athletic, very quick. So I'm excited to coach her, and I think that she'll grow real quick. All right, moving on to your defensive specialist. I think you mentioned one already with your libero. Mm -hmm. And now it shouldn't be too much of a hassle because you've trusted eighth graders before in starting right. positions. <laughs> And they're ninth graders now at Oxford, but right. talk about um, your back row position players, your defensive specialist, your libero, and what you expect to see out of your back row this year. 
Um, like I said, I'm really just trying to establish strong fundamentals right now, and that does not happen overnight. So, right. you know, I, I, I want them to feel comfortable making mistakes and grow and learn throughout the season. So, um, yeah, I think that we'll have um, a decent serve receive and um, hope to have a strong serving team. That's always my goal. Um, but as far as defense, you know, we're working a lot on transitioning and just setting up our defense and being on our toes. The speed of the game is going to be so much faster for these girls than they've ever been used to. So that's probably going to be our biggest struggle, if I'm honest. Um, just keeping up with some of these faster tempo offenses and being ready. So. Yeah, playing teams like Tupelo and Center Hill. <laughs> yeah, that, it's going to be humbling. I'm that's, not going to lie. <laughs> yes, it's going to be a little eye popper for those right. girls. Um, but not just talking about your starters now. Who on the bench if you will be rotating in during the set that's going to help you out? Well, I, I mean, our numbers are are small, so right. we have. You know, I'm my goal is to never, and even at Oxford, to to not pull girls up on the varsity that would be on the bench. Um, I rather than being playing a whole lot on JV, even my setter, you're going to see her because she's an eighth grader. So you're going to see her on JV because it is very important to me that these girls are well-rounded players. So I need her to be practicing serve receive. I need her to be to hit and, you know, varsity, she's only going to be focused on setting. Um, and that's great. But I, for her sake and what's best for her as an athlete is to be well-rounded and it'll help varsity too in the long run. So you're actually really not going to see very many bench warmers. I, gotcha. on. I, I will have girls that play JV. Like I said, that probably do both and move up and down, but, uh, for the most part, what you see is what you get on varsity. So you're not going to be hitting that 18 supplement per set anytime soon. <laughs> oh no, no, no. I've well. seen that quite a number of times at Oxford, <laughs> yeah. but Thank you, Casey, for yeah, coming on this coming podcast. Here. Yes, mm -hmm. and I hope to get cross country and their um, previews going because we got a freaking def defending state champion up there. Freaking, right. not the other F word. Freaking. <laughs> well, thank you, Casey, for mm -hmm. having me on this, for having me in this gym, and yeah, for you for to come out. Thank you for listening to the OLR podcast. This was episode seven, previewing the Regions Lions volleyball team. Please join for the upcoming episodes where we will preview the Oxford and Lafayette volleyball teams. Thank you for listening.